podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, Namaste, Satsriyakal, Game Show, Wanakum, and Assalamu Alaikum. It's the Desi Amphil Index podcast with me, Gags Tandon, and my partner in crime, Mr. Harinder Baji. Baji, kidna? Kidna, ya. Gonna bet here. We're stuck at home. <laughs> Fuck all else to do. Why not do a pod? We should do a pod. We should do a pod. And then that's why when you guys said, when can we do one? And luckily, I've got a day off from work today. So I don't worry. I'm working from home, but it's been mad busy. So it makes it better to do it. Oh, boo-hoo. Chill that day. Oh, God, because it's been really busy. Oh, my God. It's horrible being cooped up in in one room and not being able to walk around. Shut up. Right. (laughs) Go through the guests and party as usual. We've got... The socially isolated Tweedledum and Tweedledee of the world. <laughs> you can take your pick as to which one is which. That's, <laughs> that's the most, of you and that's the most apt description of these two. <laughs> I tell you what, we see evil, but we're hearing a lot of evil. What do you mean you see no evil? Oh yeah, you can't see the virus. You can hear us though. <laughs> yeah, it's true. She can't see her evil because she's blind. I, I think you know what listeners need to be aware of something before we start this pod. I declare that we need social distancing from Cam. Fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> I don't smell like. I heard you. a rumor, Kaza, that you socially distance every time you look in the mirror because you can't see anything. Is this true? Are you a ghost? Am I a ghost? It's like the sixth sense, isn't it? I just pop up as and when, whenever, whenever, where there's food, she turns up. Oh, gosh. Come I on. didn't want to say you cracked the mirrors, which is the other reason, but still. Listen, I'll have you know, me and my four reflections in this room that I'm isolating in are all telling me that I'm, I'm, a, I'm a solid six out of ten. Blurry. How did you calculate that? I'm alive, tick. I'm awake, tick. I'm not asleep, tick. Oh, That's awful. Right. Data quality. If, the, if she's a six, then what are we all? You're all negatives. Oh, you little shit. Oh, God. Just, like, she's sure, I'm awake. She doesn't see no evil. She looks at it in the mirror every day. What the hell? Mirror phone. Have you heard about organized crime in South America that's looking after the streets? <laughs> Nina should know very well. <laughs> Jesus. Oh dear. So, what are we talking about today then? Welcome to the show, Nina Cam. Um, I and hope to be you're fair, staying Gags, safe and you... hope you're well. To be fair, Gags, the reason we've got together really is because life's a bit crap out there, right? Let's mm-hmm. face it. At times of tribulation so to speak having a desi is a good way of getting people together and making them laugh again because mm-hmm. it's it's something that we all need to do 
Um, yeah, we're going to be cooped up for a while. We are. We did first think of trying to do this daily. Then we realised Gags and everybody else has got a day job. So we're not doing it daily. We don't know a frequency yet. Who knows? It might be more frequent than the infrequent frequency that we've had previously, of like once a quarter almost. <laughs> but nonetheless, we're here to have a laugh because if we can't get through this having a laugh and smiling, then we're going to go through it crying, whimpering, miserable, thinking the world's about to end. Yeah. And, and we, we don't really want that. And also, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know when, what, who gets affected. This is a crazy thing. But one thing is inevitable, Gags. Mm. What's that then? You know it. What is inevitable? We're going to win the league. Exactly. Absolutely inevitable. And before we start talking about fun stuff and having a laugh, another fun thing that I wanted to talk about that's just broken or, well, is it real? Because it's the Daily Mail, Mail Sport. They're kind of a pile of shit, really. Um, but they, they, they've just put a report today that the top 10, apart from City and uh, Sheffield United, so eight clubs, the top eight in the in the league, have... Um, Apart from those two, sorry, the, the eight out of ten cats kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Eight out of ten. They've put a report to the Court of Arbitration saying that they strongly um, prohibit City being in Europe next year. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever happens on next season, whenever that next season may be, they have all got together and written a letter or an application, should I say, uh, filed an application stating how they are against City being in Europe. How about that for strengthening a case against City? <laughs> your, even your, the other clubs in your country do not want you anywhere near the Champions League. Oh my God. That actually. So why haven't Sheffield United said, gone for that as well? They're I, just I stupid. Because Sheffield United probably just want to stay out of it because they weren't in the league. But it's to their benefit. I don't know. I don't know. Dude. But it's their benefit to be. To get into Europe, why, that would money? I ask, why would I know that answer? There would be no. I'm just saying. Different. I'm not asking a question. I'm just making a point. Why would they not want to be part of that? Part of the other eight? Make it nine? Maybe they just don't want to get involved in this stuff. Maybe they just reports whole bullshit anyway. Yeah, but no. But the, the fact that they've actually isolated Sheffield United. Sorry for using <laughs> that word in that way, but, <laughs> but, but you... are you are you seeing then City are the disease in Europe? <laughs> I don't yeah, fucking a, virus. I don't want to make a joke like that this time, but um, uh, but yeah, many people. Get a bumari. Many people have many people have the bumari, and many people that we will end up knowing will have the bumari as well. What? So you know, this is inevitable to happen. Also, in the next three months, we don't know who's going to catch it, where, how, what. Um, quick shout out! Quick shout out to Amit Kohli, whose father-in-law passed away from you know having. Covid as well, so a big shout out to him uh, from me, from everybody on this pod. We all know him, we've all met him. Yeah. So um, love you, yeah. love you, bro. Uh, stay strong, and the family too. But yeah, so I don't. I want to kind of try and stay away from virusy type jokes, if possible, folks. But um, okay, but can I just ask you all a question? Is there something that has been like? Because we've all got a lot of time on our hands, right? And yeah. you know, we're having to spend a lot of time with ourselves. Are there like random things that you're you're like, are there random thoughts going through your head that you're giving a lot of attention to? Not, 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 not in a, not in a depressing sense. But I'm going to start this off, right? Um, you know, we're, we're first generation Asians that were born here, right? I was, I'm sure you are as well, first generation. 
And I'm always sat here thinking, you know, when I'm older, if I get older, what kind of old woman am I going to be? Am I going to be like a traditional Asian, like a BB, or am I going to be a Brenda with blue rings? I think about this a lot now. So I'll go around then, because I'll be honest with you, I have not Why? had single chance to think about shit like that. I have been so busy. Like, isolation has got me, like, I am... <laughs> I think about this a lot. Like, what are we going to look like when we're old women? I think about this. I, I honestly can be... What do you look t- like now? <laughs> There's your answer. At the moment, I'm a bit of a Barbara. Given that you've been perennial 67 since 2015, give or take. Bibi doesn't doesn't age. (laughs) Yeah, she doesn't age. But I, I I for one, haven't had a chance. It's only been a week or so, I suppose, two weeks. It's been mad where I work. It's been totally crazy. Uh, Evenings, just trying to spend as much time with with folks. I've got six people in my household, uh, including me. So the other five trying to just manage that, that they're all isolating too. So trying to be the, the person they haven't seen all day, trying to make it a bit more fun. Cause obviously it's nice when you see that extra face that's been busy or away. Um, so yeah, I've tried to be that as much as possible really in these, in these few weeks. So to be honest, I haven't had chance to think about anything like that. Cam, have you thought about anything like that? No. Um, okay, in a nutshell, I mean, when I when I when I when I reached fifty a year and three months and four months ago, I, I I honestly felt though that I'm at the top of the hill and I'm looking down now. That's about as much as I would have ever thought of anything like that. Right now, you're just living day to day, almost. I'm not thinking. 30, 40 years or 20 years, you know, however long we got. Let's be honest, nobody knows, do they, really? It is what it is. Just enjoy enjoy each day as it is now. I mean, it's nice knowing for the next three weeks, I don't have to go out there. I have no reason to go out there. And I can just do stuff here. I, I got a text yesterday. It was It was the most appropriate message. And it was about, it was, it was a mem that went round and it was like saying, I feel sorry for all those husbands who for the past, who for all their married life have promised to do some, do stuff around the house when they've got time. Yesterday I was out there for seven hours jet washing the front drive. I had no excuse, did I? She goes, go and jet wash the front drive. What could I say? You're washing that's, your hair. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's every other day, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I've got yeah, bench so, to try on. I need to know that they haven't got too tight. Oh, they've definitely not got too tight. Very strict uh, uh, regime going on at the moment. Me and a couple of my nephews have got a little health group going, and uh, we're 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 on it. We're on it. We're going to be shredded by the end of this because we'll have no food. So, I tell um, you what, I've lost weight as well. It could be water weight. It could be fat loss. It could be just fucking stress or a combination of all three. Moving on. <laughs> I don't say. Uh, to be fair, I haven't thought about old age. Sorry, I haven't. Thought no, about... no, just random shit, random shit like that. I haven't thought. No, no, wait. I'm getting there. Calm down. Um, I haven't thought about too much random shit, to be honest. Because like Gags, I've been busy also for similar reasons that Gags has been busy because of the industries that we work in and who our clients are, which we won't go into. But, but all that being said. The one thing I have given a lot of thought to is 
the severity of lockdown and when, not if, it occurs. As in, let's say this scenario happens, when it occurs, what would you do next? I, you can't go anywhere. Have you got enough food in the house? What kind of cooking capabilities have you got in the house in respect to who can make what, where and how, what ingredients are present, all that kind of stuff. And I had a conversation on Monday, which is the last day I ventured out in regards to going to the supermarket, and it was dead. Literally, it's supermarket around the corner from here, Sainsbury's, which had had a massive rush on it for the last three and a bit weeks or so, was almost empty. Well, yeah, I, I had well, the same experience today. Well, well, I had the same mine experience. Was, mine is rammed. It's unbelievable. Like, mine was dead as well. I went, to, I went today and there's queues outside. I had to be Bloody in the queue. Yeah. And luckily, they were all doing the social distancing queuing. So they were, everybody was two metres yeah. apart. I must have timed it well because I went an hour and a bit before Bojo said what he said. Yeah, exactly. I think since then, on our side anyway, uh, went um, to, went I, to uh, look at look at Icely, uh, uh, sorry, Icely. Aldi, Iceland, Sainsbury's all had massive queues. Well, my Sainsbury's had stuff, but it had the gold. Yeah, it had toilet roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, that's because by you put restrictions in one per family. Yeah, yeah, no, no, and obviously it shows that yeah. these things are working yeah, in that sense. I was quite impressed. I managed to get all the things I needed to get, and I came home, and then realised the person who's got the cooking capability, me, who's got the aspects of doing all of this stuff and like making sure that this happens, that happens, happens, me. And I looked at a pender and realised that if it wasn't for my wife being able to homeschool the kids, I wouldn't have the capability to do my own day job. You know, so it's it a massive shout out to all the people who are at home multitasking because it's not easy. It's yeah. damn hard, especially mm -hmm. if you've um, I don't know how those who are two people working from home, how they're managing it, because I sit there and think it must be absolute bedlam, especially if you've got kids around as well. Yeah, and nice. and it would have been even madder starting next week or the week after with Easter holidays mm -hmm. and all this going on. So shout out to all the people who are working from home and double, triple, quadruple, multi-layered hatting. You know what? I tip my turban to you. It's not easy. Well, one thing that's made me well, um, made me made me kind of realise something is I've just kind of Ronnie Rosenthal this because you lot have been really busy and now Gags is going to triple my workload. I've just shot myself in the foot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, there's lots of... Uh, you know what? The pods have not gone down, though, Lynn. No, they haven't. Yeah, and the it's writing's coming back I think now as well. Is, so. I, think, I think because I've just been by myself, I'm doing what you're doing, like just avoiding contact as much as possible. Avoid, stay, keep your distance. And uh, naturally, I'm, you know, I'm... I'm so I'm muggings are down. Uh, yeah, you know, like uh, I, I have a colourful imagination and, you know, I'm thinking... I'll tell you what, when the crime stats come out, they're going to be so grateful for you keeping your distance. <laughs> I've, I've actually... Um, I've actually... You know, a lot of people struggle with isolation stuff. Is it sad to say that I'm actually enjoying this? I I like it. You you know your inner self. You know your true self. I know what I, I'm, I know. You know. I think what it is is I have to be thankful for a lot of things. Thankful that mm. um, I can still work for one. Yeah. Um, my wife's lost all her hours from her workplace, even though Mike actually a bit of a dickhead, ain't you, mate? Really, mm -hmm. With what you've been doing with House of Fraser. She, yep. <clears throat> Oh, the, listen, what are you trying to be all staff. nice for? I Just say it straight. He's a fucking banjo. Oh, mate, she's staffing it. So it came through on her email 
that email came through to us first and I read it and I went to it and I said, have you seen this? Have you seen what he's saying? We, we are key workers because we sell bikes. <laughs> As the wife said, man, just heckle to that. It was Honestly, I'm quite happy to come out of quarantine with fucking orange hair and one eyebrow. Like, but that's how you come out now. Ashley, man. That is, that's got one guy that needs to get like his, the shit there today at the end of the pod. But anyway. Damn um, straight. And, and, Tim, and Tim Martin. Yeah. yeah. Weatherspoons, man. Yeah. Yeah, basically. But I was just saying... I'm and thankful. Richard Ransom. Yes. Have to be uh, thankful for a lot of things. Sound at the moment, sound mind. Um, the, the, probably because of what's happened, like the job can work from home. So there's not that much pressure. Imagine if we weren't able to work from home or I wasn't able to work from home. I couldn't do it. It would be, be a lot of pressure. And, yes. uh, and also the fact that I have all five people now isolated yes. at home. That makes <clears throat> me feel so much better that now they're safe. The two oldies yeah. that I'm really worried about mostly, if anything happens, they're at home and the kids are at home, so they can't bring anything. The wife's not seeing any beauty, you know, clients, which is another worry when you're seeing clients, different people of all the course. time. Just think of the queue afterwards, though, Gags. Yeah. Sorry, when this all when this is all over. Yeah. Sorry, uh, I was saying that. Yeah, what I was going to say was we've got the challenge from tomorrow. Uh, CQ obviously works at a local supermarket. Yeah, yeah. and they need them. And, don't they? They're pretty much become they, key workers, haven't they, Cam? They are the key workers, but yeah, yeah they, are. Le, le, they are the key <clears> workers. <throat> don't tell Pretty Patel that. Though. Um, but um obviously like you say they are the crew workers now so they've got to she's got to go into work tomorrow um at the supermarket she works as a cashier so she's right at the front of it you could say um she's got to then be isolated as soon as she gets in you know uh straight upstairs you know a showered clothes changed obviously clothes straight in the washer um I, 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 it will be a challenge, you know. Then she's got to go in three days. Uh, that's what her shifts are. Is she allowed to wear a mask just... and stuff or gloves? Are there? She, no? She's allowed to wear gloves. Yeah, not I'm not sure mask. about a mask. Yeah, we, we, we don't have a mask anyway. Well, so, you know what? Uh... I'll be honest with you. You know, when I went to the supermarket today because I had to run the errand, um, what they do is they've hopefully they've done this at, at her, her local supermarket. Is like they've they've made lines so each person has to stand behind the line. And when my when when I put my shopping down for her to kind of scan, she goes, "Can you go the other?" way? Can you? They want you right at the end, you know, where you pay. Like they, they do make you maintain a distance. So I'm mm. hoping that they've put those measures in in your supermarket as well, just to keep. Because it's not even about her safety; it's the person on the other end as well. Like you know, it's, big, you it's everyone. Got, yeah, you gotta respect everyone yeah. and everything. So the one thing and I, I know is that is what Nina said. They want people to put their items on the conveyor belt thing, and, walk and then around. walk all the way past to the bagging and don't stand in front. If they can pay via um, Apple Pay or whatever, contactless, fine. If cash is needed, okay. But the other thing is, and I don't know if they're doing it at your end, but in Wolves, only six people allowed in the supermarket, per, in, depending on the size. So the one that we went to, only six were allowed in Iceland. So the queue outside, that's why there's a queue. It's not free-for-all. They are limiting people inside. So literally myself and Nardi were inside. She was let in first. Um, 10 minutes before me because I was waiting then for someone to come out before I could go in. But then once we were in there, literally there's so much space, no one around you. They're keeping it really, really safe. So I don't know if they're doing that yours, but in Wolves, every single store is having only six people depending on size. So maybe Sainsbury's is massive. They probably allow 50 or something because that's massive, Mm. absolutely huge. But 
it's, yeah, it's, so this is a big really, one. They're doing the social distancing really well, actually. Mm-hmm. Well, I went to even PC World on Monday. Well. Sorry, go on, Nina. Sorry, even even the pharmacies are doing it as well. I just think it's. I I went at ten o'clock today after I went to Boots. I had to pick up medicine for my mom again. Vulnerable people. I'm the only one that can. Basically, I'm the only one that has to go out, and I only go out when we need to. Um, so I had to go and pick up the groceries and get the get get the medicines, and that's it. We're done now. You know, for two like for two weeks now, we don't need anything. Done. Um, and um, I will say there was no there was nobody. I thought. I thought it'd be a while in the supermarket with what you said, guys, because they just said you might have a wait. But lucky for me, I, I was allowed to go in and there was hardly anyone in. I did go at saying, 10 o'clock in the morning. Don't expect it to stay that way. It will no, be queues. No, no, which is why I thought for now that's it, now we're done. Yeah. Cam, what were you saying? Sorry about supermarket. Yeah, I went to, uh, I went to PC World Monday afternoon um, because obviously the kids are homeschooling and the little man hasn't got a laptop, so I thought I'd go and buy him a laptop. Um, to do it so he can continue his studies. I didn't really want him using my laptop. Um, but it went down there, and again, like you say, the queue was outside. Everybody was two metres apart. We waited about 30 minutes in the queue, and then we said, forget it. You know, they just weren't letting people in until the others were coming out. And obviously, if you're in somewhere like PC World, you're going to take time. This was before the lockdown was announced. And already, they, you know, PC World had these measures in place. So um, it's the sooner people start realizing as well that you don't need to go out there and you don't need to travel the sooner this virus will be eliminated I agree. and it and it's as simple as that because the virus the virus can only be passed from human to human mm. it's as simple as that it doesn't it's even though it might be airborne it it would be so minute in the air there's more chance of being passed i think personally contact wise yeah yeah that's what it is it's contact, yeah. it's contact. That's that's the key here. Or yeah. you know, sneezing on someone or something, coughing on someone. Those are the the big ones, aren't they? That, how you can get it. Um, touching some something that's similar. I think it's what it, someone said. Nine hours it can stay on an item or something. I don't know, but we we made sure Arti was wearing gloves, picking everything up from in the superstore. Mm-hmm. So she was wearing um gloves that she can just throw away straight yes. away. So. She's basically, you just have to take precaution, folks, when you're out there and look after yourselves. And that's all we would, we would, we're practicing what we're preaching, by the way. So we would, we, we will do these things ourselves. I've even said to Arti now, because we've got 18 masks, we just have to see if they're disposable or whether they can be washed. But whether she can just reuse, reuse masks. Otherwise, she's got masks for the next few weeks when she goes shopping. But wear a mask too. Literally everybody in that, in the queue, apart from us, was wearing a mask. So I was like, well, that's not bad. It's all right when you're the only one not wearing one because the rest are covered up. So the thing is, though, you know those masks, dads, are they them blue ones? Yeah. They last 20 minutes. Really? Yeah, they, they don't, if anything, they're actually, because you keep breathing into them. Kia told me this, they, they're right. The like, with, some... the, with, the, with the breathe thing in the front. Are they like, do they look like what you wear in hospital? Yeah, but they had like a breathing white thing stuck on the front as well. I don't know what that was. Okay. Gags is very simple. Is the mask the one like the dentist wears when he's doing your teeth? Or no. was it looking like something like a biker wears? Um, when he's doing they BMX? Neither. They were neither. Absolutely neither. They were different. Were they like these little red things that two dots at the front? Nope. Nope. They were so totally, totally different masks. People have bought these masks for this. <laughs> Literally, it's fucking crazy. There's so many masks out there going out. There's certain surgical grades and in inverted commas as well. Associated with masks. Masks is a massive topic, man. We could be here forever and a day. I know, I know. Uh, just okay. wear a biker helmet. 
There, there was someone shopping with one with a bike helmet. It's funny. Yeah. Perfect. I'm going to buy a Stormtrooper helmet. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one as well. That was funny. Why don't you just wear your Wookiee outfit? Might have to, fucking you know. I tell you what, something's got to give. But yeah, you're right. Just be very, very careful. I think that's the key thing. And also, if you are going grocery shopping, make sure you thank the staff because they are key workers and they're risking it all for us. So, Baji, um, go on then. Talk to me about what we were going to discuss today on this podcast. See, when we originally set this up, we didn't know what to discuss because there were so many things to discuss. Like a gift horse in the in the proverbial mouth, the Echo came up with something yesterday, which I thought was absolutely fucking hilarious. And you can tell it's probably not theirs. They stuck their logo on the top corner of it, but I don't think it's theirs. And they had this thing. If you were being isolated, who would you be with and what would you be doing with them? And they did it around the squad. So Liverpool's first 11 and peripheral players and staff and so on and so forth. And the birth month would be the activity and your birthday would be the player you'd do that activity with. So I thought it's a great way to get in the public domain everybody's birthday, number one. Um, hint, hint, somebody on the call has got their birthday soon and she's a bit of a fussy cow. Sorry, fancy cow. Um, I was going to say, why are you talking about your wife like that? Kaboom tish, gags, kaboom tish. Thank God she's not listening. <laughs> and I thought, you know what, this would be great. Just to see, just to get our creative juices going, because we can't really have a quiz. We haven't got time to sort all that stuff out. We've also got to get back to work at some point as well. Sadly, those of us working from home. So, the essence here is really simple. You know what? The question is, what would you be doing if we tell you the activity and we tell you the player that you've got to sort it around? So, we'll go in chronological order, and that means you gags. Dubious, dubiously born on January the 1st. <laughs> dubiously born on January the 1st. Very dubious. Yeah. Very dubious. Very yes. lucky. You wish, mate. Freshy. <laughs> oh, dear. So you've got January gags. January as a month is watching Netflix. Yeah. And because you're born on the 1st, number one oh, is... Oh, no. Mr. Allison. Mr. Alison Becker, so you're watching Netflix with Alison, man, and during isolation, what are you watching? Well, I'm trying to look for shows with the name Saving in there, because he's always saving everything. <laughs> Guys, can I make Saving a Private Ryan, Saving maybe? Private Ryan. Yeah, you know what he'd do, though? He'd pull out his guitar and play the theme to every, every theme tune of a Netflix show, so what do you think he'd play well on a guitar? Wait, everything. hang on. Are, are you gags? Sorry. No, he'd 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 play everything good. He's he's a he's a very multi talented man, and a very good looking man as well. I'm not ashamed to say that at all. Uh, watching something with him, I'd probably watch like um, football documentaries if I could. But Netflix, I don't think they have that many. Not sure. Is more and more Prime, aren't they? Um, so <clears throat> if we could switch it to the streaming side, I'd do that. But Netflix wise, I'd watch my faves. I'd be selfish. I'd probably watch uh, Breaking Bad, um, you know, a bit of um, Stranger Things, 
things like that. It'd be it'd be good, man. It'd be hilarious. He'd be but anything with I wanted to go with something that's like saving in it first and foremost because obviously he fucking saves everything. Every single fucking thing. So um, saving Private Ryan Ryan if it's on Netflix. Saving Grace, I don't know. There's so there's, there's a few others. Any others that start with saving folks? No? Maybe? Let me know if you're listening. Give us a shout. What would you uh, watch with Alison? Keeping up, I don't know, keeping keeping something. Keeping up appearances, I don't know. There must be some that has something that start with keeping as well. But yeah, otherwise, um, sporting stuff would be good. Free Solo would be... I haven't seen Free Solo. So that would be good to watch. Uh, but yeah, that's it really. Nothing else. I think... Um, I don't... He's not really talks... But doesn't really show much on his social media about what he does. Privately in terms of television, stuff like that. Maybe the Narcos stuff would be interesting to watch with him. But um, but apart from that, I don't know. don't know what else. Uh, he doesn't really come across as a, a big TV watcher, unfortunately. He will be now. I bet he will be now. <laughs> For sure. That's all they're doing. At the lovely, st- <laughs> lovely stuff. Guys. Unless they're ox and dancing lovely up stuff. marble steps, but yeah. <laughs> cool. Chronologically, next it's me, born on January the 17th. So I'm watching Netflix too, but number 17 is interesting. Number 17 is... The boss, the big boss, Mr. John Henry. Now, I've been racking my brain about this one. What would I watch on Netflix with John Henry? And I do sit there and think, you know, all about megalomania and things like Narcos and all that kind of good stuff. Power, maybe, you know, something along those kind of lines. But then I thought, you know what? That's too predictive and boring. I'm going to be like you guys. I want to watch what I want to watch. And I could think of nothing better to do with John Henry than to watch Only Fools and Horses. <laughs> Guaranteed you're going to have a laugh, you're going to have a smile on your face by the end of it all. Some seriously, uh, again, dubious jokes. I hope he gets the, the humour, that's what I should be worried about. <laughs> See, I think he's intelligent enough to get it. I think his command of the English language would be good enough for him to understand it. And it would be a good way for him to understand what... Uh, a lot of people laugh at in the UK, namely themselves. Um, so, yeah, only fools and horses with me. Let's not forget when the takeover happened, and I think it was Brian Swanson from Sky says to him, Mr. Henry, how are you going to fund the club? And he went with pounds. And, you know, like, just showing him that was a brilliant line. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. It always stuck with me, you know? See, I, I love only fools and horses. Yeah, um, it's something I remember from when I was younger. I used to watch it with my mum and dad and my sister. Yeah, and even the specials at Christmas were something. That's when you know what Christmas television was restricted to what four or five channels on TV. So you really did look ahead to the schedule. It's a bit like football. You really look forward to certain programs coming on or certain foot fixtures. Sorry. Um, so for me, it was only only fools and horses. Yeah. So yeah, it's me. I'll introduce him to Del Boy Rodney. Granddad, and then going to Uncle Albert, then the whole trials and tribulations of Cassandra, and then moving on to Raquel, Raquel, especially if you watch the crying version. Um, so yeah, that's the one for me, man. Only Fools and Horses with John Henry. I can't wait for the next, next one. <laughs> next. <laughs> it, it, could, it could be said. 
that Nina Kaza has a special birthday. She has a special birthday every year because she shares it with my wife on the 29th of April. However, Nina Kaza is of dubious age also. Some people say she's 67. Others have reported 73. Uh, there was once a, a, a mild reporting of 34 stroke 35, yet this is, has been uncorroborated. We don't really know how old Nina Kauser is. She could be like Mumra, the other living. Yeah. All wrapped up, things falling off. And there's an eyes. Might be able to see something sometimes. There's definitely a mouth. Boy, there's a mouth. But yeah, Kauser, who did you get? You're born on April the 29th, and you got. Da, da, da. Harvey Elliott. Playing FIFA, right? Playing FIFA with Harvey Elliott. Oh, gosh. Well, uh, first of all, uh, just to confirm my age, I'm negative seven. Um, <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, I. I sit there and I think, you know what, what is the point of this? I mean, like, literally, these these quarantine games are out to sell me out. It's a damn sight better than one that was published. Apparently, I was gardening with Sam Allardyce. So this is a massive step up. I mean, first of all, I don't really play for you. <laughs> Can you imagine gardening with Sam Allardyce? I'm just going to quarantine myself. Thank you very much. <laughs> And another one, um, gravy. And, and another, Give me gravy. Exactly. And another one I got, and uh, the assist is your birthday, and the goal scorer is your um, birth month and birthday. So I got Henderson to Ungog. Like, I've really been unlucky with these quarantine games. But this I've, one I've is... Been, uh, I've been lucky every time. I mean, I got PlayStation with Gerard. Bargy got um, PlayStation with Raphael on that one. And uh, the other one I got was Fowler. McManaman went to Fowler. Woohoo! Nice. That's actually that is actually a living, existing combination. But for me, right? Okay. So, um, Harvey Elliott, as we all know, the boy is fifteen or sixteen, sixteen years old. So he has he has been the FIFA generation, right? I do not have the best hand coordination. So he's doing squares, um, the square and and X or whatever combination. He's he's got you know he's he's got it figured out i don't have a chance in hell we're playing fifa i am literally going to get my ass handed i'm assuming he's going to pick liverpool i'm going to let him pick liverpool because i want liverpool to win i will be the worst team possible you know what for shits and giggles i will take up city because i'm losing this one and whilst we're playing fifa i'm not even gonna lie i will probably sit there and admire his man bun because a a top bun is something that i can't I can't master and what I'd I'd kind of suggest would be like can we not play FIFA anymore and maybe play Fortnite so I can just hide all game right. and then and you just the said you can't do goody you know what I tell you what to do a messy bun um the best messy bun that a girl has ever done is while she's washing her face meaning no wait 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 you're destined you don't know how to do goody I don't know how to do a top bun, not a nice one. Fucking hell. Not a nice one. But yeah, we're playing FIFA. I'm getting my ass handed. I mean, I'll be honest with you, like these games will be over very, very soon, very quickly. Um, I think he would actually have enough of me by the end of it, and I think I'd have enough of him. I don't think it's a good combination, but here we are. We are two, literally two different generations. Gags, can we take the can we take Kaz out of the vestibule, please? 
Why? I, I, I just, I just, I just don't know what to say. I just don't know what to say. You don't know how to do a good pee. How can, you, how can you make a claim to being desi? No, what I'm saying is, yeah, I, I men, um, men and women are. Like, I mean, in generations, they've been doing good pee either at the top of their head, the back of their head, left, yeah, right of their head. Hey, and here's you. I don't know how to do a bun. I don't. It's never neat. His is always perfect. For for crying out loud, he's inspired Cristiano Ronaldo to do a top knot. This is Harvey Elliott. Let's not forget the photoshops of a Jurgen Klopp with a top knot. So all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, is yeah, but Jürgen, we've got photoshops of Jurgen and Alison yeah. Becker with bugs on. It's not yeah, a problem. Exactly. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, he he's a very young lad. He's very skillful. He's very talented. The way he probably plays football on the pitch is probably how good he is on FIFA. I'm just saying his top knot is a little bit legendary, and um, I he looks cool. I look like I look like the trench ball. So there you have it, folks. Harvey it looks cool. Nina Kaza looks like a fool. You heard it here first, right? Moving swiftly on, Mr. Cam Branch, mm -hmm. December the 4th, December mm -hmm. the 4th, so you are gardening with the man. I am. And He's a person who probably have no problems doing a, a man bun of any sorts, Mr. Virgil van Dyke. That's right. He's our number four. Funny that, he's our number four, and he's number four in the list, obviously, for that reason. So, um, that worked out. No way. Good. Yay! Whoever put that together was really on the on the game, wasn't they? So, um, yeah, gardening, something I absolutely hate. Uh, so by the end of this, Mr. Virgil van Dyke will have done all of my garden for me, and it will be as beautiful as him, no doubt. Let's be honest, he's a fine-looking man, isn't he? So, um, yeah, I'll have the most amazing garden at the end of it, finally, after destroying it for the last 20 years. So, uh, he spends a yeah, lot of time on the grass, mate. He should know what good looks like. He's definitely, definitely. I mean, it's only good around him wherever he goes, isn't it? So, yeah, gardening. It's not my thing, though. I don't really know what to say about gardening. Um, you know, remember so... when I grew potatoes? <laughs> what? Do you remember <laughs> when I accidentally grew potatoes in my garden? Oh, vaguely. <laughs> <laughs> but do tell the story again, Nina, please. Okay, so I was like t putting in like new, just sorting out the garden, and I started like digging out the old soil, and I wanted to put fresh soil in. And I, as I was going deeper, I kind of noticed that like, there was something quite tough. So stick stick the shovel in a little deeper, I pull it out, fucking rooted potatoes. Never even planted them. But did you eat them? No, because I was scared they were poisonous. Because I'm not planting them. Did you give them to the cat? It just, it just freaked me out. I don't understand how that happened. And, I, and there was a carrot. It goes if there were green beans under there, that's your lunch sorted. <laughs> Are you sure there weren't remnants from a snowman once before on his two veg? <laughs> 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 no, they had the snowman melted and she forgot about it. Snowman. Sorry, I think someone else needs to talk so I can regain my composure. Yeah, it's gone too quiet in here. 
So, um, anyway, Cam, you didn't really say much there. So you don't have much to say about <laughs> Van Dyke and uh, gardening. So gardening, if we gave you an option yeah, to choose something else. It's not else, the most exciting of things, is it? To talk so if we about gave gardening. you the option to choose something else, what would you do? Let's have a look. Let's go in the list and have a look, see what options there are. I mean, obviously, everyone loves... Um, do you know what? No, let's... No, 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 no. You get you get a choice out of playing board games or working out. There you go. Oh, then I'd be I'd want to work out with him, definitely. I bet you. you imagine having Virgil as a training partner like that. My, I'd ah, oh, the dream. Would you say Virgil does my pleasure look tight in this? <laughs> well, he'd give me the ultimate. I'd you'd want to train with the guy, wouldn't you? You'd want to be working out with the guy. You want to be at the gym with him. I mean, I, as much as I don't like going to the gym, I go to the gym because I know it's of a benefit to me. But to have Virgil as a training partner and working out with him, oh, man, that would be amazing. That would be phenomenal. I actually might get into a decent shape as well then because you, you're going to try and impress the man as well, aren't you, to a certain extent? Like, yeah, I can do this. Show me how, what. You know, you'd get your form right. You'd get your technique right. Oh, that'd be amazing. Cam, you do know at the end of this workout, he'd say only 150 push-ups without moving his face. Yeah, I'll struggle to do 10, let alone 150. You know, like, the, the, the guy is just like, he's like a machine. He's got no expression. They are, they are unbelievably super fit, man. I don't know. Yeah. They must be doing just a, a, a off-season workouts now. I think Simon was saying was they would probably be into into off-season workouts now. So they would need to do Did you see the one of Sadio on the yeah. treadmill? No, I didn't see that. They need to do a Oh, he was just... He was blasting out on the treadmill. He was like full sprint and he was just... Really? The guy's super, super, super fit, obviously. You can tell, you know, he only had his shorts on. He was just... And just the sweat was just pouring off and it was like, wow, you know. The, the, all, all footballers are in the Premier League. They have to be. You can't play at that standard at that level. Week in, week out, unless you're super fit. Come on. James Pierce did say on the previous Media Matters that, you know, as soon as the club decided that everyone needs to kind of self-isolate and, you know, football is not resuming, that the the the, the clubs, like nutritionalists, dietitians and, you know, the fitness people, they, they just sent them all what they need to do from home, you know, to keep it as, keep them as sharp as possible. So I'm not surprised that they're all... I think modern-day athletes just take their craft and their profession way too seriously to let it slip like these do in the 90s. Oh, yeah, like I said, they're going to treat it like the season's ended. Mm -hmm. They're literally treating it like the season's ended. When this comes back, whenever it does, they'll do these nine games, and I don't think there'll be much of a break coming back into pre-season again. It's, I mean, it's going to end up meaning that they play football for a prolonged period, but they do that anyway when there's a World Cup. This might actually be a blessing for a lot of footballers this six weeks, seven weeks, because they actually get real, real time off from away from football with their families. By the time they they'll be ready to come back, believe me. They'll be when it when it blows over, whenever that may be, they'll be ready to come back. But the rest is vital, vital for them. They have need somebody like Mo Salah needed this, somebody like Bobby Firmino, they needed this. When they come back, they might just be absolutely firing, firing, crazy firing. So, um, yeah, I think there's, 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 it, it's very hard to take positives out of 
a horrible situation like this for, for from a virus like this. But if there's anything from a football perspective for the players, they'll be getting they'll be getting some quality time with family and some much needed rest whilst still working out, like Cam said, from what the club have told him to do. So um, uh, yeah, and, and, and you know it's it is what it is. But I am sure. So the, I mean, the one thing I want to talk to you about is, and I talked to Dave about this on uh, Old School on AI Pro, folks. Um, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen? So we've we've got through the phase where all the big meetings have happened with um, UEFA, FIFA, um, and the Premier League as well now. So the big news, obviously, last week was that uh, the Euros have now been pushed back to 2021. The Premier League have reacted now to say that they are they've suspended the league indefinitely, but just suspended it with the agreement with every club that they will definitely finish the season. That is what they have proposed to do. Apparently, they're looking to lose nearly forty to fifty million pounds each. That's each club if they do not finish the season, and I think half of that league can't afford to do that like as in maybe some of the big clubs could write off 50 million but i don't think there's there's a few clubs in that league that really really need that 50 million to stay afloat because that's just the the harsh reality of the premier league so I'll go around cam you haven't spoken much on this pod so what do you think is going to happen when in your from you watching the news and taking everything in, what's your honest opinion in your... I mean, obviously, it's very... it's it's Nobody knows, so this is just your opinion only. But from what you've looked at, all the news stories, when do you think it's realistic for this league to get going again? And what are the repercussions on next season as well? Um, I don't see a ball being kicked in anger till first, second week of May at the earliest. I can see them honestly writing off the whole of April as well. Uh, I, the I one think film that optimistic. <laughs> I, 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 pro- I probably am yeah. because I, I think as well what they want to look at as well is they they do want to try and get the league completed before the thirtieth of June, and the reason for that is because of um, all the uh, situations with players being out of contract that creates a minefield in itself. So whether they'll say right, you will have a rolling contract for those players. Uh, so we can so we can complete the league. That will be something that's probably being looked at right now by all the lawyers yeah. as to how they're going to do that. Because obviously players can't you can't you can't have players kicking a ball in anger if they're out of contract come first of July. What happens if that player gets injured and has a serious injury after the first of July? Who's who's responsible then? Insurance is going to say, "Well, he was out. so all of these. There's there's lots of little things that we, we you know you people are not aware of out there that have to be looked at, and so they've got to make sure that every I is dotted and every T is crossed, so there's no repercussions later on down the line. So the season has to be completed. We know that money dictates that. So it, I think, like I say, earliest is yeah. Whether I'm being optimistic is the earliest it will start is at some point in May." And they will probably then try and get the season completed as quickly as possible. So if that means two league games a week where it can be done, they'll do two league games a week. There's been all this talk about possibly playing games behind closed doors at St. George's Park and keeping the club's players locked away as if they're on a 
pre-season tour and uh, you know so they they they're isolated from everyone so there's no risk again that could be something that they're looking at now and they're working on now there's lots of scenarios out there that have to be considered to complete the league the league will will be completed of that there is no doubt when it's completed again you know that that's the 64 million dollar question because obviously that then has a knock-on effect for the summer transfer window also has a knock-on effect of when the next season starts so i don't think that's the biggest priority is is next season i don't think they're they're too worried about that because they can look at how they're going to deal with that when they know when this season is likely to finish i think they'll probably be doing it in stages and looking at how they're going to just priority first is getting this season completed but only when it's safe to do so okay Baji, we'll go with you next i know you're going to drop off soon but um when when do you think's the safest to do next and you know just react to what cam said as well there um I'm a little bit with Cam. I think it's going to be the first week of May. I don't think the second. I don't know why. I think it's going to be a staggered kind of thing, where degrees of fitness and capability will come into it. But yeah, first week of May. Um, in regards to whether the whole season will be played behind closed doors, I hope not. Genuinely, from the bottom of my heart, I hope not, because it robs a lot of us from seeing that element of of Liverpool actually getting the title, lifting the trophy. You know, but we're going to win it with two, with two matches. What's more important? No, no, I get it. Uh, yeah, because we can have that party. We can have that party in, uh, in, in September yeah, or August, whenever they absolutely, open up, you know. Yeah, yeah, there's absolutely I'm sure the Premier no... League will say, here you go, Liverpool, your first day back, you can lift the trophy on your first, at the end of the first game or before, sure. or whichever. Yep. Uh, no doubt in my mind in regards to what's more important. Absolutely none. Uh, again, it's just a simple desire. You know, the little things that you have in life that you look forward to, and that's one of them for me, to see us actually lift it. Um, clearly, seeing us win it isn't going to happen anymore. Unless, you know, certain things change, but I don't think that's going to happen anymore. If I can't come to terms with that one. It was difficult, mm. as in, like, it took approximately half a second. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, live or see us live. Yeah, look, other people's lives are more important. Some things, you know, just put it into perspective. Yeah. Um, With regards to what Cam said, I don't think they'd listen to George's option. I just, I just think it's too risky. Because they could, if, if one person, you never know, they might be carrying something, they may have an illness underlying in regards to COVID-19 or have it themselves and not realise at that point in time. And then you have the cap- you have the ability to spread that like wildfire um, across many teams in one particular place. Yeah, I mean, if, much- if, if it does happen, like Cam says... We talked about this on Old School as well with um, St. George's, the idea. It would mean literally everybody in isolation. The, all the people that are going to work there, their staff, the Sky Sports staff, literally everyone will be on campus and nobody leaves that area. Indeed, but you don't know what they're bringing. Oh, no, they all have to be tested too. Premier League clubs can afford yeah. tests. They're all tested. Sky Sports afford their own tests. Liverpool... Every club affords their own test. Everyone's ah, tested okay. in the community. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah because, uh, Baji, to be honest, then th- this league won't start without everybody tested. There's no way this league will restart without every player in a squad being retested and then isolated together. I just don't see it. But it'd be interesting because Nina spoke to, I haven't listened to either yet, James Pierce and uh, Jonathan Northcroft in the last four or five days. 
uh, from Media Matters Pods again, both on AI Pro, folks. So it'd be interesting to think what how maybe they've uh, affected your thinking about listening. Well, you know what? I was like you guys. I thought just play it behind closed doors. But then uh, obviously I did speak to Jonathan Northcroft um, yesterday. And please do listen to that podcast because um, it, it'll give you a lot of relief. And um, there's a lot of escapism. And uh, of course, we talk about the, the situation at hand, certainly with regards to football. And he kind of said, you know what? He goes, I spoke to um, uh, Wayne Rooney and I've been feeling this. And we know Jonathan Northcroft. He's a real passionate guy, really loves his football. And he goes, I'd rather everyone just be patient and just hang fire and just let this kind of blow over, let everyone kind of move and travel because he, you know, he's of the belief. And it got me thinking as well that, you know, fans should be there and maybe we just hold fire. And instead of like, maybe we cancel next season, and just play this season off and then give them a bit of an extended summer break and then they, they're ready to go, start the season a little earlier and then it kind of, because the Qatar World Cup will be in, in, in the winter, right? So, um, you know, maybe, maybe look at it like that. I mean, he goes, it'd be awful for a team like Liverpool to not have fans there and, you know, it could affect, you know, how the teams perform. And he even said, even if you do play behind closed doors, you still have 100 plus people every single time and it goes the soul of the game will be lost and if it means that you know next the you know like we, we have to go a season where there isn't a league but we need to finish this one and maybe we cut out some of the competitions uh, you know um i i think the champions league and the europa league and all that are done i don't think we can go to other countries and travel and play yeah. But just finish off your respect your respected leagues. I, I, it'll be interesting actually now to see what Cam thinks of this as well because um, I would love to I, be there when we win the league. I really would, and I think it, because obviously if they start in May, let's say mid May, Cam, they'll have to re, they'll have to do the mm. fixtures again as if it's Everton and then Palace, and we'll have tickets to that Palace game again, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, so we'll be we'll be okay. I think, I, I think they'll just I, yeah, I think, think they'll just carry on the fixtures as they were. Yeah, so exactly, they'll start, they'll reschedule them into the same order. But um, I don't think we're going to be allowed into football stadiums until next season. And I think, Nin, like Cam already said, uh, they they want to get this season done before July because of reasons. At the end of the day, what we're all ignoring here is that there's a transfer window coming between July and the start of next season whenever it may be they cannot the thing... have a transfer window open for two years just say oh a year just say it's not going to be till but, oh, like, but six can months I, but can, but can I be realistic time. with you can I be realistic with you I don't know where you guys are like take the football element aside for a second let's talk about it from a social perspective I don't know how you guys are foreseeing this hopefully we find a cure soon right we, we all yeah. want this because we want normalities to resume but in my head I think we are living like this and we are in isolation and we won't be able to travel till at least in my head till the end of this year. So why, even if your transfer window's open, you can't buy a player from overseas. No, but I, I don't think that's going to be the case. That's that's really going far. Like I think they've started to allow people now in China even to, to, to go after the lockdown of a month or so, two months, it's started to come back to some kind of normality. I don't know, but I heard they're trying to go back to it. So, I do think... Can I just a... say something? Uh, something that Nina touched on. Sorry. Um, and it's just suddenly got me thinking now. If 
obviously they moved the Euros. I know we're thinking a long, long way ahead. I'm thinking a long way. They moved the Euros to the summer of 2021, and the World Cup is being played in November 2021. Yeah, I, I, this is what I mean. Maybe it's a case of like maybe like we're going to have to adhere now to a new rule. I think football changed. I think Graham Hunter wrote an article for ESPN as well. I think football changed just in general. It might have to be that the the seasons now start after winter. This well, is something UEFA that, uh, want Platini that wanted money. years ago. What? But UEFA won't want to lose that money. It's big money to them, Euros. Mm. Oh, no, no, no. The Euros will still go ahead as planned, but the, the, it's the possibility now of restructuring the the times of when football is played. Because obviously Platini had this dream of trying to make it more of a summer, ge- summer game, didn't he? Mm. Or wanted it to be played from um, February to September or something, whatever, to get the best months in. So it's, it's better for folks. Um, and this could, this could, we could potentially, you know, be thinking way ahead here, football could potentially be rearranged and, revolutionized in a way we, we could never have imagined before. I mean, let's be honest. When, when do you, we, a day like today, if you're in a stadium watching a game of football, it's perfect, isn't it? It's the perfect weather. It's the best you don't want to be there in the, you don't, we don't want to be there in the cold. Yes, I realize there's, there's a implication for the players with, um, uh, um, I don't know, playing football under a, a really hot sun or whatever, but evening games. Evening games in this weather would be oh, it's amazing. This it could is. this could be in a in a horrible and roundabout way be a great thing for football. And you know another thing as well, what we kind of really forget as well is yeah, you're talking about yeah ending a season, but those players will need a rest. Because let's be honest, this is not a rest for them. They they have they are suffering the same anxiety as us. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So if it finishes in July and you kind of expect them to kind of run and carry on in, in August, it's not going to happen. They need a break. Hold on. Mentally, you know, like, if you, you're talking about the season, right? That it carries on and it ends in July behind closed doors. Yeah? That's what you're saying, aren't you? Yeah, but after they would have just had... They, this, is their, this is their break now? If they're three months without football... It's, it's, not, it's not a break. You don't... If you think football is just a physical thing, they are locked up at home. Yes. Think about it. Think... I'm we, not being funny. we all they, are. Uh, exactly what I'm but saying. we is, all are. They have to be... Tre- they're going to be treated the, the same as us. Yeah, they will be treated the same We're as gonna us. We're going to have to go straight back to work too. But they are working right now. They are working. They might not be playing a physical game of football, but they are working and they are dealing with emotional and psychological stuff. You know, heaven forbid, and hopefully this doesn't happen, but some of them might even lose loved ones. Like everyone's anticipating that we, you know, like it's a scary time for every single person. Yeah, but Nin, they are literally living in luxury. They have everything in their homes. If you are trying to feel sorry for a multimillionaire, who will literally have a, probably in their garden will be like two acres to do whatever the hell they want. Yeah, they've but got for pools. Me, but they for will me, have. People, yes, yes, they'll have all. I yes, don't, I don't get food. this. I don't yeah, get yeah, this no, thing no, where no, they're no, not going to rest. No, I don't. No, I'm sorry. No, they, no, Dad, they'll have food and everything. Not but food. They, I'm talking about not, luxury. Yeah, 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 they've got luxuries. They can work out. They've got their in house gyms. But I'm talking from a human element. Like, they, they, with the family, it's good. They're safe. What more does a person want that they all will, they, what a human being will want is my family's safe. I'm safe. Financially, we're sound. They will, they are being looked after by the club. 
They literally have nothing to worry about apart from what their about, loved ones being safe. What about our overseas players? What about our players like Alisson, who's got family in Brazil? Yeah, yeah Lisa, they'll be worried about that, but he's, yeah, he's got enough talking? money to look after them too. Yeah, he probably has, but the thing what? is, that team has not been He 100% has. Yeah. Uh, no, he has, but what I'm saying is, I, I feel like you, it, it affects everyone, and you shouldn't really... I know we've seen a lot of rich people in our media and our press who are behaving like absolute dickheads, but this... Uh, I, I think it... like it, If I we're feeling you. it I psychologically, I think they're feeling it. I don't it understand too. your point of view. I'm just saying that they are looked after so well. They're not like us. They won't be have the day-to-day problems like us. They can solve a lot of their stuff because they are so rich they can sort things out for people anywhere in the world that they're worried about and make them live in luxury honestly they have so much going for them these footballers this will be this right now they are they, 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 they've got no, they've got they haven't got those worries yes they've got mental concerns but we all have we all have every single person have. in the world yeah. I mean, I'll give you an example now. There's 5 million self-employed people in the UK. Yep. They are all shitting themselves that they're yep. going to go bankrupt. Absolutely. Yep. That's Yeah, I would rather be in a footballer's position than my position right now. I could be For bankrupt sure. next week. For sure. I, I, uh, forget, uh, no disrespect, footballers can fuck themselves if they're getting worried about money because ultimately that's what everything comes back to. It's not money, though. I was uh, not once that much money. I know you, 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 you. I understand you were trying to touch on the uh, the mental aspect of it all. The mental mental aspect really starts from the money aspect. Um, How am I going to earn? How am I going to provide? If all that's sorted for you and you have no issues, honestly, it takes a lot of the pressure off you. Like myself and Cameron in different situations, like he just pointed out, because my job's running, a lot of my mental problem goes away. Whereas Cam just said a different opposite scenario to me, haven't you there, mate? And yeah, I, I mean, I, I, you, you know, I haven't earned this month. Yeah, and I know that I, I'm, I mean, there's rumours. I was on Money Supermarket last night, Money Saving Expert, sorry, whatever it is, and they said that the, the the guy who was writing said he's heard that that's the next thing the government are doing for self-employed people. Good. So, um, just to just to let you know, Cam. But like I said, Nin, this is that's the re- cam situation. For example, is the reality. Yeah, that, I, that is proper reality. I, I mean, don't, I, was... I don't see that these players, if they have to play now, say June. Like, let's go back to the original question: When do you think they're going to play? I actually, I actually think June the first to the end of June, cramming it in is going to be the way. The, Just the because of what Cam said in terms of the mm. player contracts. If that doesn't happen and it goes beyond July 1st, the biggest headache for FIFA and then how they manage the whole, like that's when it gets into the realm of football changing. And I don't think any of those head, those head honchos in FIFA, in UEFA, in the Premier League want anything changing. It's working. They're making billions. They're making so much money. They don't want to alter. What happens, you know, these old school uh, old boy, old boys club people. They don't want to. They don't want to change. They don't want to change any tradition or anything. So they're going to try and force this league to finish. Cam, what I don't get is how the hell they fit in any cops domestic cop stuff. In I that, say we've been a month next month. season. I say we've been a month next season. Well, well this is what I was touching on with the yeah. uh, the UEFA and the uh, World Cup scenario. I could honestly see that. In t- when is it? Twenty that period between twenty two, basically. 
yeah, for, between the the Euros and the World Cup. Yeah. I could honestly, you could honestly possibly see them saying, right, winning it, and we start the season after the World Cup finishes. Yeah. And then you make the you make the season within a calendar year, and you get the then this goes back to what Platini was trying to do a few years back, where he was trying to, you know, say, look, we need to start football in February, blah blah blah, finish it in September, November time, and make it uniform throughout the world. This could be the point where something like that happens because of the because of having to move the Euros. And then that way, any future tournaments can then all be aligned like they pl- want to play the AFCON in the winter because of the weather, you know, the weather conditions. Yeah. Again, something like that be- can become uniform around the world. All tournaments are held at this period of time, blah, blah, blah. So you have the Euros every four years. You have the AFCON every four every four years you have the world cup every four years and it's staggered properly it's all aligned and every everything becomes better for everybody this like i say it could be revolutionized if uefa and fifa and all these organizations put their thinking caps on and work together they could revolutionize football now there's the potential there to do it people are worried about losing football at christmas or in december or whatever but imagine football like as that's only as, here though no no oh yeah i know but in, it, only here i'm only talking about here because that's where we live yeah um imagine though instead of that football in the summer when you've taken some time off you know your summer holidays but, and you can actually go to is, games in the summer holidays but then but then the argument for other sports is they're going to kill us yes that's the argument that's one of the reasons why it's not really been done so far because your cricket's going to get decimated. Your tennis will, mm-hmm. people, you know, yeah. your yeah, your sure. your athletics. It's like a domino sports, effect, isn't it? Yeah, there is a domino effect because you, if you if you're a sports family, loving family, you may take your kids to the football in the in the in the in the football season, but in the summer you go to the odd you go to the odd cricket game and watch a a twenty twenty match or something like that. There there are ramifications tennis elsewhere, as well. but yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that's why I said, yeah, I said that. And um, so ultimately, football's got to do what's best for football. This is why I think I'm maybe with Jonathan Northcroft. If you want to keep it as it is and you don't want to step on everyone else's toes, maybe just be patient and maybe just next calendar year resume this season. Or well, does well, the sword? Well, the season will resume when the season resumes. The season will be completed when the season is completed, and I think ultimately we we just have to worry about as as much as I I'm I'm I put this out there about revolutionising football going forwards. The priority right now is is you know it goes back to the original question: when do we get this season started again, and when do we get it finished? And then you can look at all all of the scenarios after that. I mean, it's just something that came in. I just threw it out there, and um, uh, you know. Let's see. I, I like I say, I still think it'll be at some point in May. I think some point in uh, June, but then it will start. But you, you've also got the European competitions. You've got the FA Cup as well. So you've got a lot of games to f- fit in into one month. And I think that might, you know, for for gags to say you want it as well done by the 30th of June. That's an awful lot of football for some teams, and that may not be possible. So if they could start it at some point in May. That'd be great, but only if safe to do so. Because what they said, what have they said at the moment? Fourth of April, have they? 
Yeah, it's they've said April. It, beginning, it, won't, yeah, it, won't, it just, won't start in April, but... It won't, it won't start. I don't see it starting in April. I mean, if it started in April, the, the, the only reason it can start in April is if people observe this lockdown. Yeah. And we we this is the way... What we're trying to do now, what the government are trying to do now, which, are, you know, hindsight's one form, and even though a lot of people even say we need a lockdown, we need a lockdown, it should have been done weeks ago, this lockdown will help eliminate the virus. You eliminate the virus, but can, life can go back to but can, normal this, quicker. What this has shown, what this has shown for everybody, what's happened in this country with not observing lockdown and social distancing, is that mm. if Liverpool played at Anfield, even behind closed doors, there yeah. will be thousands outside. Yes, now, Jonathan Hart spoke about this. That's why yeah. you can't play in the stadiums. They have to think about this. How are they That's gonna... where St. George's Parks comes in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why I mean Dave because you talk can't, about it. Because uh, if you've ever been to St. George's Park, there's only one entrance. Yeah. It's easy to block that entrance off. Yes, people... You can you, block you know, loads of roads off? They can't get yeah, anywhere of near you can. the place. You can't get anywhere. I've been there. I li- we only live around the corner. We, we don't live far from there, do we, guys? No. So I've been there a couple of times on jobs, and um, I've seen the place. It, it's in the middle of a field. You know, and it's like you say, it's not easy to get to. I see. Um, yeah. there, there is also a small airport next to it, a private airport. So players, you know, teams can fly in and out if they want to. That's a good point. It, yeah, there's, 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 Liverpool. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. isolating. There, the, the, there is merits to complete it. If the season has to be completed by closed doors, so be it. It's a small price to pay. Yeah. To get you the can, season you can literally completed. televise every game on Sky. Every, of course you will. You can stream it. Yeah. They can stream it. They can. They can. They can. They can suddenly make a lot more money out of streaming it and televising it, however they want to. This, like I say, that it's mad, but the potential to revolutionise the game of football worldwide now is there. They will, and they... you've got you. You know the marketing people are, are thinking right. How can we capitalise on this? They've Premier, got Premier to be. League, Premier if... League will 100% make uh, capitalise because they'll not only will they give links. So if it's behind closed doors, they're going to send um, um, season Amazon. ticket holders. No, season ticket holders links. Yeah, that's what they've said. They'll have a, they'll right. have a link to the game. So basically, their season ticket is valid because they still got to. I mean, I don't know how they how they're going to okay with that. Like how they're going to charge people a match ticket to watch that stream. Seriously, seriously, what well, the. Well, you've got, um, is it Dazen is the name of the company now? Yeah. Uh, D-A-Z-N. They're yeah. a streaming site. They stream a lot of sports. They they are talking about streaming, you know, bidding on the next round of football so that they can provide a streaming service. Streaming has to come in to football at some point because it's the way the world is moving. Could we not, like, like you said, like finish the season off, like you said, and then maybe resume the next season, the following, I mean, start the following season, um, maybe after like the winter break that sets us nicely up for the Qatar World Cup because you've got Euros it, as well. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, you know, whilst the Afcon's going on, that happens round about. Does that happen round about winter time? When, when well, it's happening next. The January. next Afcon is in January. In January, January yeah. February. So. So if they can kind of move that a little bit forward, like um, like December time, and maybe do the Euros then as well, because well, I know, they, I know it's not ideal for them. I know it's not ideal for them, but they're going for one season. If they've moved it a year, they can move it for a month, in my opinion, or they should. It's going to so be then... interesting. I don't think they'll want to do a Euros in winter conditions. 
No, no, they wouldn't. No, no they wouldn't. And I know it's not ideal, That's but that's the problem. Either, and so, what you're, what's proposing? What you and uh, what Jonathan Northcroft propose, if you think, say, starting it in Feb, whatever, you're still getting that because you're worried about Afcon. You're then also getting that cut off in May anyway. In 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 you know, with players going up to the Euros anyway, so they have to be a season break, which is never ideal halfway through a season. What about which if your players I- get injured? Uh, this is um, this is why so, Jonathan Northcroft said um, um, if if you're going to null and void the season, void the one that hasn't been played. You don't void it. You just start it late. That's all. Yeah. You'd have to just start yeah. it late and have or that season gets broken up big time. It starts in Feb and doesn't finish till May next year, just because it's got three tournaments to go to: yeah. Afcon, yeah. Blimin, the Euros, and the World Cup. And I th- and I think in the previous season, the oh, one I'm that sure hasn't there'll be a Copa del America in there somewhere yeah. as well. Yeah, same time as Euros. I, I think, you know, the season that, um, sorry, the season that hasn't been played, obviously, um, we, we, we want to finish off the one that we're playing, but, you know, the one that we're looking ahead to, the one, you know, uh, I think in that one, what we need to do is, again, maybe condense some of the fixtures, meaning get rid of the Carabao Cup for us, for example. I just think it's a waste of space. Eliminate as many things as you possibly yeah, can. Yeah, I agree with that. But the well, it's only Carabao players, Cup you can eliminate. They don't have that in guys, other leagues, do they? You can't remove the Carabao either because the young, the smaller teams, they still rely on those extra games for, for gates, receipts and shit take, like that. Take the Premier League teams out of it. Yeah, yeah. But then I, they lose the big gate receipts when yeah, they Yeah, they, they lose the TV deal, don't they? Because the, the big money is Carabao with Nobody will ever again on TV. Yeah. Oh, it's a fucking conundrum, it's isn't it? It's massive... That's what I mean. Maybe, maybe, think... maybe just scrap it for a season. I think what's I think they're just that this is why I'm saying they want to complete it by June because then at least they get started again in August September even if they mm. delay a month and then they just mm. see how it goes for the next nine months they then got the same nine months ten months twelve months again to fin- finish it you know and that's going to be the problem uh, they want to get this even behind closed doors in controlled situations, try and get it done by the 30th. But, so. but, but the problem is with gags, you're looking at it from a very, very small scope. We're looking at it from a Liverpool perspective in Premier League. What about the Championship? What about League One? What about League Two? You know, there's ride-or-die teams there as well that have got a lot to play for. Look at Leeds United, look at West Brom, you know? Yeah, they can't play you, all of them in Georgia. You can't play all of them at St. George's. You have a big issue on your hand, and I think they will have to play at their respective stadiums. It's not going to be ideal, but police force has to be rife. Yeah, they're going to, well, they're cordon off roads. Just people aren't allowed to enter certain areas. That's it. Anywhere, a mile into, a mile mm. within a radius of, of the of the stadiums. It's going to involve a lot of police force. But maybe, maybe we now start to see a ramp up of policemen in the country. So, um, good you know, luck. good luck with that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But it's about time, though, Cam. It's about time these starts, mm-hmm. measures and steps start being brought in, we're going to need to bring some of our forces back and we need to have more healthcare professionals. And, you know, this is this. Look at look at all the shit that's happened in the last 10 years. And it's come to this point where we really needed all of those public servants. Well, you know? these low skilled workers who who we don't want coming into this country. You mean the highest skilled Made the most important, they yeah, are the most valuable assets. Well, we're, we're realizing that now, aren't we? No, no, we're, we're saying it to people. As, in, you as in, I'm being sarcastic towards our government. Yeah. 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 And it's time to bring these people back and time to, you know, um, and get try and get all of those public servants back, whether they be, you know, uh, the hospitals, the healthcare side, policing, whatever, uh, firemen, everybody, just get everybody, get as many people back 
as you can from what they were doing before. If some of those people have lost their jobs, what they were doing before, but were policemen before, try and get them back. You know, you'll have their details. Go and get them back. Just get all these people back because they're going to be needed more than ever now. And they should never have been removed in the first place. So just biting you back in the ass, you know. But I think one thing's for sure, Cam and Lynn, is that a lot of people are learning a lot of things um, about themselves, about their government in this in this uh, in this scenario. And I think whilst football, we're talking about football. Football is not the most important thing, but we had a good debate about it. Obviously, staying safe, guys, is to all you listeners, is the main thing. Um, adhering to social distancing is the main thing. If you've not seen the police going round your areas or round uh, parks with you know putting their megaphones on or whatever they're on and saying stay indoors i mean i've seen so many videos of parks where the police is outside and just standing there going what are you doing there's a government you know it's a rule now you must go home stay home um adhere to social distancing and then the coppers are coming out and just telling them to disperse and they're still lying there sunbathing this is in England. Don't worry. Don't worry. Punjab police are on the way. Oh, my God. I have seen the Punjab police video. Well, not just Punjab, but India police videos. And Mental. Mate, have you seen? There's one of them that's sanitizing. I've got about 40 of them. There was one of them that's sanitizing the stick. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? what is going on? Sanitizes the stick and hits people with the sanitized stick. <laughs> And they whack them. They're, Mate, they're not gentle they, with it. There's there's one brilliant one, and you you guys both know the song. Yeah, do the yeah. So they play in the first on the video on the I, left. I posted that to you earlier. Did you? Yeah, yeah, did. Po- yeah. yeah was, the, I put it in the post- WhatsApp group earlier. They post it on the left with the song, and then the right one. The mate when they're, on the, when they're on the motorbike. Yeah, he rides off without it. He leaves his mate behind, <laughs> and he gets battered. Shouldn't laugh. We shouldn't laugh. But no, we should laugh. They deserve it because there is there are. And my dad was telling me that they are making them stand in front of videos and saying that I don't care about my own country and my people's welfare. They're actually making people that they've caught say that on video and humiliating nice. them because Good. because they literally that's what they're doing. They don't yep. care. So, but the people that I really feel sorry for mostly, and I've seen a couple of videos of these that I didn't like. There was one video of um, people inside like a village or like a little busty, you know, like a, a rundown area in a, mm-hmm. not even that, just a really rundown area of a city where the coppers are running through and hitting everybody to get inside. I honestly believe half of those people don't have a TV and a phone. They won't even know what mm. the hell's going on. And now they're getting locked down. They must be outside because they just don't know, but they're getting battered. And they might have been yeah. forced into someone's house that they don't even live with. Like, honestly, when you look at it deeply in countries like India, where there's a massive population, but there's a massive population that's very poor, half of them might not even know what the hell's going on. And it's really scary for them, you know? So, saying that, look at where you are, everybody that's listening, look at what you're doing, adhere to social distancing. It's still, you know, you should be thankful you're saving lives whilst you're watching Netflix. It's really easy, people. Yeah. yeah. But not only that, be thankful for what you got. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Gratitude. Gratitude is everything. Yeah. Be thankful for what you got. And um, for those that are suffering any difficulties, um, I hope that whatever the government has brought in is going to help you. Um, I hope that this self-employed one helps a lot of people as well. Uh, Cam, I really hope they do it. I hope it's not just a rumour. Okay. 
I hope that they do we'll that. See. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But um, for majority of people, furlough, they're, they're trying to get 80% of the wages, aren't they, for a lot of people. So fingers crossed all of that works out. But um, from the three of us, and Baji, who had to leave us earlier, around um, 20, 25 minutes ago, he missed the, the debate. But um, just look after yourselves, look after your families, um, adhere to so, uh, social distancing, stay at home, most importantly, and we will continue to try and bring you as much content as we can as well so that you don't get too bored. Uh, but yeah, thank you, Nina. Thank you, Cam. No problem. Um, anything you want to plug or give some shit to anyone? We might as well just call it the shit on this one. Basically, uh, you, you know... Get, well, yeah, well, we mentioned Ashley? Mike Ashley, Tim Martin, Richard Branson. You, you three are utter despicable cunts. Because you are capitalist bastards, and now you need socialism to come and save you. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah. Um, Glob di kutti jutti, as we used to call it once upon a time, goes to all those three people. Anyone else, Nin? Um, everything what he said, and um, I, I've been noticing um, you know, a few people on like social media as well. I had to kind of like, I don't know if they were getting retweeted or you know, just random accounts saying, uh, no one can take my freedom away. I'll do what I want and I'll go where I want. And I just thought. It's not about you. It's not. It's about everyone. You know, it's what you're bringing into your house, what you are potentially sending out. Just be sensible. You are literally asked to sit on your sofa. And, you know, your, your grandparents had to go out and fight, fight in a war to keep you safe. And all you've got to do to keep them safe is to sit on your fucking ass and not leave the house. Well said. Come on. Respect. Absolutely. Okay, look after yourselves, folks. We'll be back very soon. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Sports Social Podcast Network.